Hey, just a quick disclaimer that my microphone was having some serious static issues in the first 10 minutes or so of this. We did end up fixing it, uh, but if, in case you're wondering what that noise is, uh, that's, that's what it is. Um, okay, enjoy the episode. Welcome to the 114th episode of the Cast movie cast. Uh, what is the name of the first nuclear-powered submarine? Jeff, my co-host. Uh, um, so, I don't know, because this could either be, you know, supposedly common knowledge, or it's a pun. <laughs> so, I'm going to go, like, the, the nucleus... Um, if I'm being, well, okay, two things to to say before you, I give the answer. Uh, I forgot that the Joe Mama thing was a thing, so I could have just been messing with you again. But, uh, Mm -hmm. and, and actually it's not common knowledge, but you came pretty close. Uh, it was the USS Nautilus. 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 So. Oh, that's kind of like, uh, yeah, I got you. I, I feel it. I feel it. Yeah. But didn't embarrass myself with that answer. At least I wasn't like uh, the, Craig, uh, <laughs> SS boat. Um, yeah, the the Steve Zissou submarine, submarine one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the USA Mobile underwater. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, what was I gonna? How was your How's your week, Jeff? Uh, we had a few things to talk about. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. So. So my nose, I wish I had surgery on a while ago, is like starting to get back Better. to normal. Yeah. Yeah, right. Um, sunshine. So yeah, that which was a feature I never had before. I couldn't smell light. And yeah. now I smell now light you all can the time. Smell the daytime and the nighttime. It's yeah. Yeah, I don't even open my eyes anymore. I just locate just... and sense the day based on smell. Yeah. Yeah. Um but I started in an effort to like speed up this. I started using a neti pot. Oh, we've talked about neti pots, right? How I don't know if we have. Okay, because um, I also used a neti pot for the first time this year, and I want your take on it because I am not a fan of those. <laughs> I kind of think that if you do it in the morning, it's a great way to wake up. Oh yeah, it wakes you up. Def- you could say that about a lot of things, though. <laughs> yeah, once you start pouring that, once you start pouring that water in your nose, and it hits like that spot up there, you're like, ooh, yeah. The worst thing Ooh. could happen to you, and you could be like, yeah, it was a good way to wake up, at least. Uh, definitely <laughs> woke me up. <laughs> Energized yeah. me. Um, um, but, like, then once the water is kind of doing, like, the flowing out the other mm-hmm. side, it doesn't really feel anything. And then when you stop, then you feel that again. Yeah. You you have to have a lot of self-control for those. Because uh, mm-hmm. I, you could just, I can feel it, like, in the back of my throat. And, um and i don't know it's like it's you have to breathe a you're very not supposed sp- to feel it in your throat well that's the thing <laughs> i think you're doing it wrong um that's the thing i think i'm just doing it wrong because yeah like, you're supposed to lean forward so it just goes <clears throat> up one side of the nose and out the other you're not it's not supposed to go in your mouth or throat i at well, all because i tilt sideways like this and yeah that, you're supposed to go like this and then you yeah. pour it in and then you keep breathing through your mouth you want your mouth open you can just breathe out the mouth that's a th- I, i'm your, just a your mouth very... and throat is not involved in this process 
at all. If you if you accidentally for like a split second breathe you with your mouth, it's just game over. Um, no, you're supposed to breathe with your mouth. I mean, I mean, not your mouth, your nose, your nose. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. I could see how that would be. A it would be an issue, and I'm just like really bad at controlling myself like that because I just can't help breathing out of nose and. Um, then it yeah, just that's what people say about you yeah <laughs> they they say that carson Carson's honestly great guy but breather. he breathes he breathes out his nose way too yeah. much <laughs> dude's letting out steam um he's, he's like a, a dragon dick. yeah but so yeah it gets in like the back and do you put like the little crystals in there like what is your neti pot like because i know some people uh, put, it's like, just the like a salt. saline powder right yeah you definitely need salt in it or you're what you'd be doing is just pouring water up your nose that does not help at all so you definitely need the saline solution yeah yeah that's like the main aspect of the neti pot i'd argue the pot is but um (laughs) i just you just hold your hand and pour water in your hand yeah funnel it you you put your hand up to a sink but with the salt yeah. in it so that it filters through and then Ooh. It's a really honestly that's like it that's works. the minimalist yeah. way of doing it. That's the way it what do. if you got a hose? Oh. <laughs> just and a you big just... like garden hose and just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> through your nose. <laughs> would would it would it work like you know when you put your thumb over the tip? Like yeah. when you're in the pool as a kid just and it just everything. sprays everywhere. <laughs> you just... Is it that your nose do that? It just fires out the other side. You're like I'm soaked, but my nose is like feels great. I'm crystal clear. <laughs> there is no mucus in my There's entire no body. <laughs> um, wait. So like, that's you're at that part of the process with the healing. Are you done with yeah, like the blood? Be... There's no like blood coming out. No, that's been that was only like the first week. Okay. Okay. That's good. That's a concerning. Yeah. Now it's just um like the last remaining internal swelling mm-hmm. and it's it's like most it's almost done hell yeah it looks great it looks like jeff is back to normal if not just better back to normal i mean it'd be weird if you <laughs> i mean the nose I mean, doesn't look that different in my opinion from it, which is again i want to be clear <laughs> and this is not against anyone who has that done to make their nose look different um that wasn't my primary wasn't purpose point, yeah it was not a nose. I was job. doing it so that I could, so that I could breathe out of both sides, and then also because my nose was broken previously, it was just to like try to straighten it back up. Yeah, yeah. I kept telling people you got a nose job, so that's which no, I did, did technically. technically. It, it technically is one of the two procedures yeah. that was done. It was just yeah. Um, I was trying to come up with like a job term joke. I was gonna be like it was a nose internship, but um. <laughs> You were... Except for that, it was definitely not unpaid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Well, that's good. Um, when I said we had stuff to talk about, I was mostly referring, and this never really happens, but you said you had something to talk about this week before we recorded. That that was um, it. The neti pot bit. Oh, I thought you were talking about a dog. Um, because you sent me a picture of your dog, and you're like, yeah, that makes for some interesting pod discussion this week. Oh, no, that was just um, an unrelated picture. Oh, that was just a joke. No, I, I mainly, yeah, I mainly uh, <laughs> was just figured the neti pot thing would be interesting to talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, the dog picture was just because when I sent that, I happened to be walking the dog. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So, so then I was just like, you know what? Carson's probably going to want a picture of this dog. Yeah, yeah. And I did. I, I'm always yeah. 
open to a unsolicited dog pick from <laughs> why'd you say it like that <laughs> just, there's always a bit um i okay bunch of technical difficulties but we're back we're back uh, better than ever better than ever and i have one more piece of news i thought we'd talk about except i don't know i don't know if it's, it's actually let's worth talk about it up. uh we could we could get into it real briefly uh I just thought it was funny because there's a Hollywood Reporter article, and it says Cruella sequel in the works at Disney. Um, director Craig Gillespie and screenwriter Tony McNamara are expected expected to return. Okay. Um, I I think you got both those names wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm guessing it's probably Gillespie. Or wait, wait, wait. Say what? How, what'd you say? I said Gillespie. Yeah, I think I it's think Gillespie right. and it's McNamara. McNamara, yep, that's probably and Gillespie. Yep, yep. So I th- <laughs> um, so if you got just one of them, like I was kind of thought one was wrong, I wouldn't have said anything. But I think no, you went that's... over two on that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of complicated names. Not not complicated. That's on me. Um, but yeah. So I wanted to bring this up because I think it's kind of weird. I have not seen this movie yet. I doubt you I have, have not either. Um. No. You would have been surprised if I had, though, right? I would be. I'd be like, whoa. <laughs> Just because I don't... I Yeah. Um, but it's. Uh, I am planning on watching it, and I'm actually probably going to do a video on it this week, which is the only reason I think like we're not doing it for a podcast, because I'll be, mm-hmm. already be doing it for that. But um, I think this is interesting, because apparently Cruella is a prequel to 101 Dalmatians. Um, and so... And, and apparently, according to my friend John, friend of the pod, that uh, this movie ends with, like, a setup to that movie. So I'm like, Cruella 2 is just 101 Dalmatians. Um, don't uh-huh. fully know what that is. Um, it would have been cool if there was 100 prequels. <laughs> and then then it was 101 Dalmatians would have been the 101st film. Yeah, yeah. It would just take it's a like, long um, time to get there. It's actually a character study on every where each Dalmatian. of the other films goes for every Dalmatian. Yeah, yeah. You get the, you get the entire life story of each Dalmatian. <laughs> Holy shit! So <laughs> you have a full team. It's like more ambitious Disney than the Plus. Avengers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Disney Plus just becomes only one hundred and one Dalmatian content. <laughs> they have to keep replacing the actress because Emma Stone like ages out of it, and they're like. <laughs> And also, they had to keep like, but they use the same dog for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just, I'm just like imagining like Cruella fifty six. Um, <laughs> we're we're almost there, but uh, <laughs> same thing, same thing. Um, and Richard Linklater does it. It's like really ambitious. <laughs> it's it's like the boyhood for Dalmatians. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it. <laughs> um. By the time the 101st one comes out, it's like the fan base is already just like way past <laughs> being alive. <laughs> They're all in their 60s. Yeah, just like, yeah. Um, cool. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know why I brought that up. I'm just like, it's interesting. I don't yeah. know. And now, it's like, I guess it was a box office the... success, but yeah. Was it? I think so. It I says mean, I here. think that the reviews are like at least slightly good, right? 
Yeah, they said the film has been incredibly well received by audiences around the world with a 97% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, really? people people are having fun with it. It just looks dumb. And it does I'm look dumb. cool with that. I'm like, we I I like a dumb fun movie and I mean, speaking of dumb fun movies. Fun movies. Today, we did we are talking about one of those. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we might as well just do the transition right now. Yeah. Uh, although I did have one last thing I wanted to say, say it, and this say is it. absolutely tooting my own horn. Uh, yesterday was DePaul's Film Festival, which right. they didn't have last year. So right. it's for the last two years. Mm-hmm. I did have a film in that, and I did. I want to say that I did win an award. You did? Oh, my God. Did. Wait. <laughs> what did you win? I, I won the most prestigious award in the entire <laughs> festival. Best ensemble cast. <laughs> Wait, that is so. That's great. First of all, congratulations. I, this is for paid research study, right? Yes, it, but it was for the episode specifically that I had a cameo in at the end. So I was part of the ensemble cast. Oh my god, <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> It is an ens- it is the best ensemble cast that I can think of. Well, I, I think it's well technically I for some reason this is the only award that it happened with. I actually tied. I didn't win outright. <laughs> what uh, what else could have won? I so I tied with a film that I actually was a grip on that was shot in a diner and Oh, was this I don't I, know, how, I know which one it is. Yeah. I here's the thing about this. Um that film only had three people. <laughs> How is that an ensemble cast? <laughs> There's three people, in that, and there was a waiter yeah. that I think their head was like cut off or something. And that counted, for like a, yeah. Like five seconds. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, also, I accidentally lit the refrigerator on fire when on we were leaving set? the location. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was shot in an actual diner, like a working diner. And someone, well, it wasn't my fault. Someone, when they were moving out a refrigerator to plug in a light, Mm-hmm. Um, they nicked the cable, like so it exposed some of the internal wiring of like yeah. the plug. Um, so then when I plugged it back in, it immediately just caught fire because I didn't notice someone nicked it. <laughs> so then I had good. to like, yeah. So then I had to like real like I was like, wait, what? And then after like a few seconds, I'm like, okay, then I had to like people started rushing over it, and I had to like unplug it real fast. Wow, you could have you could have really. Made a made an oopsie there. That's a pr- yeah. I, again, I wanted to clarify though. Um, that wasn't my fault. Anyways, yeah, no, uh, no. today we're talking about a different movie. Speaking of explosions, where lots of things catch on fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had the same thought there for that. Yeah, transition. yeah. I was like, well, I'm gonna use this, and you were already yeah. one step ahead of me. Um, yeah. Today we're talking about uh, Army of the Dead. Um. Now that's an ensemble cast. That's an army. That's an ensemble that's, cast. Um, Honestly, that that would have beaten the my film <laughs> for the award if that was in DePaul's Film Festival. I think that would have yeah. They would have been like, wait a second, wait what? a second, <laughs> wait, that's Dave Bautista wait, from Dave Bautista you know, from yeah. wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> all the wrestling fans in the jury. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is a uh, a 2021 film getting a lot of buzz honestly we in usual fashion we're behind on the on the trend Mm -hmm. i think it's it's run its course as far as uh the buzz goes uh but it is a 2021 film 
released on Netflix and in theaters, directed by Zack Snyder. It's his actually second film this year, technically. Um, and yeah, I, I will just read the synopsis. Uh, it's a horror action, and it reads, After a zombie outbreak in Las Vegas, a group of mercenaries takes the ultimate gamble by venturing into the quarantine zone for the greatest heist ever. Um, yeah, that's, now, that's basically this. It. This film is the epitome of, like, in 2010, how every film was, I feel like. Yep, yep. You know what I mean? That's a great point, yeah. Well, I was going to say, like, this is already, just based on the synopsis, is, like, very much kind of, like, I don't want to say a ripoff, but a part of that It's a popcorn, you know? Popcorn movie. Yeah, it's the old big budget. Honestly, it's like, regardless of how we feel about this film, I think it is a good movie to... Welcome everyone back to the theater with. I think it's a solid like, yeah, oh, make absolutely. a night out of it, you know? And um, no, it's a film that no one's going to hate. People are going to be like, right. yeah, that was fine. But no one's going to hate yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Honestly, while we're just on that topic, I think like studios, and obviously this was, I guess, intentional. I think it's been timed like perfectly, the rollout of movies that are happening in theaters as everyone's getting vaccinated. Because it's just like... They're all really, like, solid hits that are bringing people... Like, there's this one, and there's A Quiet Place 2. Mm-hmm. There's Cruella. It's like... I'm I'm just very glad yeah. that the theaters are, you know, people are going yeah. back. And so this film is, yeah. I think, what... If you're, like, two high school friends up late at night, this is the film that you <laughs> would be like, wouldn't it be sick if this was a film? Like, oh, it's like, I love zombie films. I love heist films. Yeah. What if we make a zombie heist film? In Vegas. Wouldn't that be sick? Yeah. Also yeah. in Vegas, the best city. I I do think... <laughs> that's the thing. That's how this movie reads to me. It's like, from the beginning to the end, it just felt like a high school kid got to make the movie of his mm-hmm. dreams. Um, Everything about it but from like, the actual a, it's concept. It's kind of good, though. Yeah. From like the way it was, it was pulled off. It's just like nonstop. Just yeah. Let's let's try this. Let's do this. Every um, every choice is pretty much the choice a high schooler would have made if they could yeah. design the plot. <laughs> Which yeah, that says a lot about Zack Snyder, I guess. It, um, it's one of those films <laughs> where ninety percent of the the plot points you already knew were going to happen. Yeah, yeah. But it was still fun to watch. This still happen. fun to watch. Yeah. Um, now. I, you say I wanted to just get into Dave Bautista. Okay. <laughs> How'd you feel? I think Dave Bautista. I I had to throughout the blah, throughout the entire movie. I was just consistently shocked that they casted him as a lead in this movie because I'm just like yeah. he is. He doesn't. He's famous. Don't get me wrong. He's been very successful yeah. as an actor. He he's got a great role. Mm-hmm. In, but like that's the thing. Everything he's been in has been kind of like a comic relief, especially in Gardens of the Galaxy. Right. A very tiny role in Blade Runner, and he was in that, like, uh, some, some like, comedy movie. It, it was like that one with The Rock, but it's new. I forget well, what it's called. Um, it is oh, interesting in... you mentioned The Rock. <laughs> because that is clearly... I feel like this film, they tried to get The Rock... <laughs> 
<laughs> and then they were. That is exactly right. E- either the rock was was booked, or the rock was too expensive for the budget. Yeah. And they're like, okay, so we got a guy that we can pay ten percent of what we would pay the rock, and he's mm-hmm. pretty much the same. Their diet yeah. is probably very similar. They both eat eight pounds of cod a day. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I'm glad it was Dave and not The Rock. I think it's hilarious, though, that, like, The Rock and Dave Bautista are, like, in the same category of person, and they they both give off these, like, macho roles, and their first names are Dave and Dwayne, and yeah, I just think (laughs) think that's that's silly. Yeah, Um, I mean, the thing is that I think people are still surprised that actors or wrestlers can transition to being actors as well as they do because the (laughs) thing is that dave bautista's performance in this was one of the better ones totally totally i think he's good in the movie yeah i think he's good too that's the thing i i said i was shocked but i'm not like upset because i've always really liked dave in move like i've always thought he was like one of the better parts of guardians of the galaxy and he's got like this really He's perfect for movies like this because he's like got this really mm-hmm. big macho action star look to him, but he's like a very approachable guy. Like he's super right. nice and soft, and I think yeah. that's what you need for a movie like this. <laughs> right, like um, like Jason Statham would not work because Jason Statham no. seems like he's always like plotting something like bad. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always pissed off. Dave Bautista right. is a sweetheart at heart. <laughs> yeah. Um, you do you ever do you ever play Gears of War? No, no. It's an Xbox game. He, the main character literally is like Dave Bautista in that video game. <laughs> <laughs> so if they ever make that into a film, which maybe yeah, they already have, and I don't even know that it, Dave Bautista has to be the guy. Yeah, it's. I'm glad you brought up video games. That's the that's something about this movie. I'm like, this feels like I'm watching a video game some of it at least a lot of like the the shooter parts just felt very like yeah i don't know where i'm going with this just felt gamey <laughs> uh <laughs> that's interesting take interesting take <laughs> that's right. um uh, I, I i i i was gonna try to like yes and that and i didn't know what else to say no no I, I just got to stick to... I, I write down notes, and when I go off the notes, it's never good. Um, so yeah. let's just stick to the the notes. Um, now, the last... My final thought about, like, the wrestler-actor thing is that it's... Mm-hmm. What, well, you have Dave Bautista, The Rock, and John Cena are, like, the three main oh, ones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the three guys. And they're all very... Obviously, they're, they're just three super jacked guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but they all are very charismatic yeah well that's their appeal is like they're these big guys that can be funny and yeah i do think um i like i that's the thing i like dave the most out of both of them because i think john cena's all three of forced or wait what did i what did i say or you said out of both of them oh i meant yeah i meant all three um but Dwayne's a little too like corny for me and john yeah just you know John John's a, a meme in a lot of ways, and I can't. I mm-hmm. just it's corny. Also, but Dave, oh, no, is just I like. Fun. I don't think John Cena can pull off a serious role. No, where Dave <laughs> is the only one of the three that can actually pull off. I think actual drama. Right, right. Where Honestly, John Cena is fun in like 
uh, he if he shows up in like your favorite TV show. Yeah, yeah. Right, like it's fun when he shows up in Psych, and you're like, "That's John." Character. Yeah, you're like, "That's John Cena." Yeah. Um. Cool. Uh. Well, yeah. So I guess our main takeaway was Dave Bautista, pretty good, and yeah. hope to see him in more things. <laughs> yeah. Um. So as for the movie, I, mm-hmm. I, okay, I will say not to get right into things that we don't like but this is like so unnecessarily long um i i'm just so very upset at how pissed or how long it is um yeah that's that's basically it because i just think that this movie has so many like fun moments and all the zombie stuff is is sick and the fight scenes are cool i'm just and i think like it's relatively well written I just think if it shaved off a full hour, it'd be amazing. A full, I think it'd just okay. be tight. Yeah, totally. I think it can shave off I mean, an hour. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the there's a lot of unnecessary stuff before they even get to, like into yeah. the zombie area. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then like the last like 30 minutes of being in the zombie area probably is a little bit much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I okay. I guess I could see that. I, I would feel like better if it was in the two hour range. Two I think hour range. Whole I could hour also might be see. rushing. I just think that Zack Snyder has like so many moments of filler, and that's where it's it's not like yeah, it does come across like this is a high school kid who got to make his movie. Yeah, because he's just like let's slow motion anything going yeah. on. I mean, here. at least it's not four hours long, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Which is his other I mean, movie this, from this year. <laughs> for someone releasing two movies in the same year, um, this has to be a record for longest average runtime. Yeah. <laughs> what you're looking at like three hours and like twenty minutes average between the two. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if James Cameron released like Titanic and, and somehow another whatever <laughs> other long an James alien. Cameron film. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just, it's so long. I mean, good for him, I guess, but, uh, yeah, I I mean, I I think, you know what? Uncompromised vision, I think is what we should say about that. Yeah. 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 That, that's like a quote you put on like the poster, like, Uh, yeah, (laughs) uncompromising vision. You're like, okay, that's, that interests me. Um, (laughs) maybe that's not, (laughs) yeah. Um, Do you ever... Do you have, this is completely off topic, but you ever see there was I forget what movie it was for, but it was a poster that had all the four star reviews in the background, and then there was one review that was two stars that they stuck so that it looked like, like the other two stars looked like they were hidden behind the people on the poster. But it, so, but it, so, but it was actually a two star review. That's so good. That's really funny. <laughs> yeah, I completely forget what film this was, but it is pretty funny. <laughs> I'm gonna do that for Dirtbag. With all the letterbox reviews that roll in, you should have have one that where you completely cherry pick like un like some nice like couple words. Yeah, yeah. Although you know what, you won't have to worry about it because every review will be positive. It's just gonna be yeah, it's gonna be a hit. Um, it's gonna be a hit. It's gonna be a hit. Uh, and the real dirt bags are the ones that give you a bad review. Right, right. Someone quote tweeted. This was honestly the reception to the Indiegogo itself was pretty well pretty well received. I mean, people are really excited. I feel good about it. Um, mm-hmm. There was one mean comment, and it was kind of funny, and it was a quote tweet that was, oh, I didn't know this was a, um, an autobiography or something. <laughs> uh, or not autobiography, whatever. But, yeah. Yeah. 
I, I was like, this is a movie, first of all. Uh, <laughs> and it's, it was fine. Now, um, I think that the fact that you have Mike Brenlabe in this film means that no one can dislike it. Exactly. Exactly. Mike's going to do a great job. Um, I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, anyways, more on, on this movie. On the movie. Not <laughs> your movie. For the, until it comes out every week, we're just going to keep bringing we're, it We're going to talk movie. about Dirtbag. Yeah. Um, the cast, I guess we talked about Dave Bautista. I do want to bring up one thing. I don't know if you knew about this. This is like the one thing I knew about this movie way before it came out. But there was this whole scandal because uh, Chris D'Elia was part of the ensemble here. Uh, and when everyone found out he was a pedophile, they had to like quickly mm-hmm. just scrub him from the movie, which is really hard when you're working with a movie that's like an ensemble and yeah. has this much... So they replaced him with, uh, I forget her name, Tig Notaro, I think is how you pronounce oh, it. Oh, yeah. I'm not or like familiar. Tig Notaro, I think. Tig Notaro, yeah. Yeah. Um, and had to like, <laughs> they shot her like alone on green screen and just put her in every scene. Which Okay, is... I didn't know that happened, but all of the scenes with Tig did feel slightly weird. They're very weird, yeah. Especially going into it, because like knowing that before watching it, I was like, this will be very interesting. And... They made it work, but when yeah. you know what happened, it's really funny. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just, yeah. Yeah. Tig is uh, famous for this Twitter bit where they just give their Twitter account that has like ton of followers and they just let someone borrow it every day. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. So it's just like that's, random people posting on that account. That's actually a really funny bit. Now I kind of want to look it up. Um I don't know if it's still happening, but it was like as of a year ago. So a bunch of people I knew at one point were controlling that account. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look like she does it anymore. Um, that's funny. Well, yeah, uh, I liked her character in it. I thought the rest of the cast was okay. They did what they had to do. It's like it's it's hard. It's I don't know how to critique a movie like this past the runtime issue because I'm like it's a it's an action movie that's like dumb. Right blood fun and complete entertainment value and that's it there's no deeper message like i what it would have been funny if i was trying to make comparisons to like perfect blue with this film i'm like (laughs) honestly there if you really think about it they're like the same movie (laughs) the way they they deal with themes of whatever like uh people die in both of them yeah there's Um, blood in both scenes um yeah it's it's actually crazy when you think mm-hmm. about it yeah no, uh, i'm not making that point not, what, what if someone only heard that 20 seconds of the like, the podcast this podcast sucks <laughs> <laughs> um, normally be able to listen to at least 20 minutes to have that opinion yeah yeah uh let's see the cinematography that's another thing that a lot of people have been talking about and that i also want to talk about it's the fact that zach was shot this himself he's the director of photography and mm-hmm. it's got like the most shallow depth of field possible. Uh, yeah, I saw one letterbox review that I think summed it up perfectly, and it was like I felt like I was, I had a concussion while watching this, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. Yeah, well, there okay, there is that really famous uh, BTS photo of you know it, like Dave Bautista lying on his back pointing a gun at a zombie. And oh, yeah. Zack Snyder's like holding like a giant light 
And the thing is that that's like supposed to be a fairly dark scene, mm-hmm. and and uh, he is blasting a gigantic light <laughs> right in this zombie's face. So like that's how you know you're getting shallow depth of field. Yeah, you're trying to get that much light on the guy. Yeah, it's just like it's it's unnecessary. I'm like, why is it this extreme throughout the entire movie? Um, yeah, but I guess he got a very unique look out of it by doing mm-hmm. that. Um, so yeah. Yeah, it just honestly, looked- if you get the depth of field shallow enough, you instead of explosions with CGI, you can just like throw some orange paper in the background and it'll look yeah. the same. People be like, "Whoa, that's oh, that was so crazy practical. explosion." Yeah, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I thought, but but aside from that, like technically, I thought it was relatively well done. I know we like gave mm-hmm. it shit for the Tig thing, but they made it work. And also, I think like the zombies. The zo- that is something I will say. Usually, zombie movies don't actually creep me out that much, especially like the old, yeah. older ones. Obviously, those aren't that scary. But this one, I thought the zombies were kind of uh, unsettling. At least they looked. Yeah, yeah. I, they did. What I they had to do. do have a thing I have to say about all right the zombies in yeah. this film, right? Because there's so many different types of zombies. Yeah, yeah. You have the slow walking zombies. You have the fast zombies like this movie and World War Z. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't understand the fast zombie thing. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, right? No. The whole point of zombies is is that they have some like brain infection and that it's reanimating their corpse. Um, but how can it reanimate their corpse to do something that physically they couldn't do when they were a human? I think it's because like when you're a human. Now I'm I'm just coming up with this on the spot. I feel mm-hmm. like your your brain or something stops your muscles from using a certain amount of energy or something. Uh, what? You know, like, if you get too... If you're, like, exercising and you're getting really tired, you'll, like, naturally, like, lose steam and kind of slow down and, like... You know how far to push Yeah, you're yourself. talking about, like, a lactic acid buildup. Yeah. That's a physiological... <laughs> Thing that happens when you use the muscles not your brain isn't saying we got to stop this no i know but like you're you I mean, you know how hard to like not to like burn yourself out like i could run as fast as i want down the block uh, but like i'll stop myself from that because you know i'm not you but no but it's that's their physical limitations you're yeah. not just saying i could keep running literally <laughs> around the entire earth at this speed but maybe i shouldn't <laughs> you you could not do that regardless yeah yeah I'm just saying a zombie is more like that's just a body with like parts to it that is like yeah I'm just saying there's physical used. limitations where sometimes these zombies were punching people so hard that their like arm would have broken since it's a human arm yeah and I don't understand like that's why I get the slow moving zombies like okay it's like make it's like turning on just enough things to do like basic motor functions like dragging your legs and kind of walking while like biting that that like at least kind of makes sense. We're fast zombies. I don't think make any sense. You're right. You're right. I don't know what I I don't know why I had any business going into this debate trying to defend the like science I behind a zombie that movie because I could tell that you were completely winging that argument. I was. So it made it very easy to try to defeat. Exactly. Me. I was like I'm obviously going to lose here. Might as well just like yeah, go in. That's how I feel when you have, like, really good arguments about, um, you know, metaphors within films and, like, deeper film meaning. And then I'm like, I am not going to try to say anything to the contrary because I'm going to lose. Yeah. Because well, Karsten is is good at talking about films, right? So this like, is... I think that you have a lot of evidence to back up a lot of the things you talk about. 
But when we're talking about stupid action movies with zombies, I think the footing is now like it's on the other, field. yeah, the shoes on the other foot. Yep, absolutely. I do think this is an interesting week for you to bring that up because I did a video last week on an episode of SpongeBob, uh, which is not a first for me. This is, I think, the third SpongeBob mm-hmm. theory I've done. The two before this, I took pretty seriously and did like extensive research and like hit up like friends who knew like different philosophy stuff and i applied that to the video and as a result made a pretty two pretty great videos on spongebob this time around it was just kind of like fun theorizing um and i i got somewhere with the fact that this was like the last episode that was like most of the theory and then i pitched that um the whole show took place on the planet neptune um which is a ridiculous thing to say, uh, but a fun thing to say. <laughs> and I did my best to back that up. And here's the thing. There's no problem with that. Uh, I do that all the time. I've, I've done a lot of really like kind of dumb, fun theories like that on the channel. I did not expect this video to have nearly mm-hmm. a million views as of uh, right now um, with uh, no signs of slowing down. So... Uh yeah, that's that's yeah. that. I also think my internet just uh, slowed down. I mean, a I bit. think that you're gonna. It did, but it came back right at the end of it, and I heard enough of it that it made sense. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. I think that honestly, you should convert into being a full time SpongeBob YouTuber. People keep telling me to do that, and I'm not gonna do. That. <laughs> Here's I the thing, right? Though be a I think that tuber. you, but you would be the most famous SpongeBob YouTuber, and. You could, I think you could bring back the show. I could. <laughs> oh, the show's doing just fine. Let me just, <laughs> I think they're going to be okay, SpongeBob. Um, yeah, now here's here's the thing. I think you bring back the show, but you make one change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Patrick now has six points instead of five. <laughs> and he's Jewish. <laughs> it's, a, it's a star of David. Where would that sixth point be is my question. I don't want to try and figure that one out because <laughs> it's it's not going in between his legs. That's that's for sure. <laughs> that'll be that'll actually be my next theory. I'm like Sponge or uh Patrick actually has six points and he's Jewish. And the sixth one is underneath those shorts. I'm going to stop. I'm, this is bad. This is bad. <laughs> yep. Well, totally normal conversation there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, do you have anything else to say about this? <laughs> We're already. Yeah, we might as well uh, start wrapping it up oh my god we've been going for 43 minutes i guess they're okay um yeah i uh i had fun with it i didn't i don't think this is i think you like this movie a little bit more than i do i will say that uh because i this just isn't my type of movie and i also am just like this is dumb fun and i will acknowledge it that it's not trying to be anything else and i don't i didn't want it to be anything else but i think it's just so like technically weird and kind of it is weird it's it's just frustrating i wish this is the first time i I think i've ever said this but i wish it just took like a very traditional route and didn't actually try to do anything 
I appreciate the the weirdness, but I'm like, this is such a headache to watch sometimes, both with how long it is and how uh, narrow it's shot. Um, right. Do you like this better or worse than Zombieland? <laughs> I I do. I think I like Zombieland a bit more, which. I don't know. I haven't watched Zombieland in a very, very long time, so take what I said yeah. with a grain of salt. But, it's uh, it's yeah. because you love Jesse Eisenberg. Exactly. I, I'm a big, I'm a Jess head. I think that those curls in a zombie film are dangerous, right? That gives the zombies so many things to grab. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think yeah. he should have shaved his head. They stand out totally. Actually, I honestly don't remember what Jesse Eisenberg's hairstyle was in that film. It was long and curly. It was long curly, yeah. It yeah. wasn't the shaved head. It was Jesse. like it was peak Eisenberg, you know. Yeah, peak Eisenberg. Yep. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Zombieland, Adventureland, right? Right. Um, uh, uh, Eisenbergland. Eisenberg. That was that was when Jesse just got real too. Yeah. Feeling himself. Facebookland, which was yeah. You know, um, yeah. Anyways, um, what are you what are you gonna give this movie? And, and do you have any closing thoughts? Uh, five star. No, just kidding. <laughs> What if this, I gave this five stars? You'd be like, everyone listening I, to this would be like, okay, he has lost all credibility. I honestly, I would not be, listen, I gave like pop star five stars, so I don't know. No, but I think pop star for like the, that type of comedy is pretty much the pinnacle mm-hmm. of what has been made. Um, I don't think That's this true. is the pinnacle of zombie movies. No, definitely not. Um, okay, no, yeah, but yeah. I think... So I'm somewhere in the three to three and a half star range. I think it's like a fun time. It's a fun little ride to go on. Yeah. 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 So cool. uh, we'll say three. Cool. Cool. I'm going to say two and a half, which is just below. But I could go. Yeah. I could be swayed in either direction. Yeah. If I had and seen I this in like if a If it was two hours. Theater, yeah. Yeah. Or that. Yeah. I think been fun. for you, if it was a little bit shorter, you would have been up there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cool. Cool. Well, that was uh, Army of the Dead. If you guys want to check it out, it's on Netflix. Um, cool. Do we have a Q&A song for today, Jeff? Or uh, do we not? Ooh, um, um, uh, what's stalling? Stalling. Um, He's got the... Okay, oh, that one's I'll purple. just play one chord. This is the Q&A, this is the Q&A chord. It's a, it's a $20 <laughs> ukulele. You ready? This is just the chord of Q&A. Yep. Q&A. That was a terrible chord. I just played an F. It's also like out of tune. <laughs> there you go. It there also sounds go. like garbage because it's, a, again, a $20 ukulele. Yeah, yeah. We all have a $20 ukulele. <laughs> I just, oh, no. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I have all these instruments like in one pile, so I just hit like five things at once. I was going to say, I heard a bunch of strings at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there was a lot of strings involved. All right. Anyways, cool. let's, uh, knock these questions. I out. have, I have three quick questions. Uh, this one's from Born Bucket ninety three. Comes from the subreddit r slash carscast. Yep. And it is, do you like cooking? Um. I need yeah. to get more into cooking, right? Like, I think I don't cook often. I will say no. Uh, but I would like to learn how to cook for when I travel to be able to just buy some ingredients. Yeah. And then yeah something simple i agree i i'm really bad at cooking but i'm really excited because i will be moving into a new apartment in a week Mm -hmm. and i think something i've realized is uh when you own i did a bed bath and beyond run last week spent a fat 
I won't say the number, but I spent a lot of money. <laughs> uh, and I'm just saying, like, when you use all your own things in the kitchen and you have a kitchen full of your own stuff, you're way more mm-hmm. inclined, I think, to use yes. the kitchen and cook. Um, also, um, I think that both of us are, I don't, you know, I guess I don't know you for sure, but I think we're in the the more clean than average category. Totally. Yeah, um, I, at least I, for yeah. me, especially in communal spaces, right? So mm-hmm. I never leave a mess anywhere that's not my own room. Yep. Um, but the people I lived with recently, uh, not to name names, were less clean than that. So I also didn't like being in the kitchen because it was always messy with someone else's stuff. That's, yeah. I will not comment on this as I am living in an apartment. <laughs> that's all That's all I'll say. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. It's like that. It's so much of like how it, how it is presented um yeah because if especially like floors dirty floors to me can like really ruin the vibe and Mm -hmm. uh that's why i'm very excited to live alone next year because i'm like i'm excited for you it's it's fun obviously sometimes it's kind of a downer but you actually will live very close to people you know so oh everybody i know is gonna be like a five minute ride away from me yeah so so that's 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 perfect because then whenever you want you can just have your own space yeah you're not obligated to be i'm also i'm not someone who is like very reliant on socializing with other people like i i really like my alone time so Mm -hmm. i honestly like this is not a big deal obviously there'll be some moments where i'm like damn i wish i could be like not alone right now but for the most part i'm i'm very good at at that so yeah. I mean, and we have a great relationship where we honestly almost never see each other in person. We just we just no. video chat. No. Yeah. It's <laughs> That's a really great relationship. Yeah. And it's because Carson said to me, he said, "I love my alone time, so I don't want you anywhere yeah. near me." He said, I, "Get out of Chicago. Honestly, get out of Illinois." So that's I why said, I Jeff, had to move to Florida. You smell, you give off a bad energy. I need you in a, across the country for my sake yeah he's like um, i need you at least a two-day drive away yep yeah he said I, I the thought of you of being that. able to drive here in one day can't do it impossible yeah and jeff every so often checks in and he's like hey am i good to come back and i'm like no stay away <laughs> so that's and i have i have i do not cross this man yeah yeah and it's a very healthy relationship jeff and i yeah it's great have. honestly um, we're we're great friends we, yeah um we finish each other's (laughs) 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 yeah so we do like cooking but we wish we could do it more often i think jeff and i yeah i would say we have the exact same answer for this um now let me ask you this are you any good at like baking or no okay cool neither Mm -hmm. am i i'm not good at baking (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> good good um cool i will say this is the last thing i'll say on this today yep. i recently bought an electric kettle and a french press so that i can make coffee nice. that way and this morning i nailed the proportions which is not normal for me i just killed mm-hmm. it and made a very good cup that's of the best yeah i felt really nice it's only a downer when you then are done with it i know i was yeah now i Actually, so I got really into drinking like canned coffee, uh, like La Colombe, the brand, uh, which is like they there's a, one of the stores in Chicago, but I, it's 
it's like a canned coffee you can buy in supermarkets that's mm. pretty good yeah there is one variety that i bought online and had it delivered here this week it is i think the best coffee experience i've ever had wow it's it's that's... cold brew with lemonade okay now we've talked about this you know me I'm not a fan of that combination. Yeah, but... I've had it like one that was made in a like cafe one time, yeah. but this is the first like canned variety, and it's so you like good. it. Okay, it's okay. so good. because you get both the lemonade and the coffee like taste mixed, and it's hard to describe. But that is my recommendation this week, which we have not done in about in seventy weeks. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... Wow. Okay. I would be willing to give it another chance. I, I think I talked to you about like last summer how I tried the cold brew lemonade, but beer as well combination. Mm-hmm. And I think the no, beer this really is, threw me off, but I think yeah, the cold this brew is, lemonade uh, is good. It's amazing. Okay. okay. Frankly, it's the best coffee I've ever had in my life. That's very high praise. Um, Which means I clearly don't like coffee that much because I want lemonade in it. Yeah. <laughs> but still i promise it's good cool cool Um, next question karsten next question is from chuck the duck and actually this is surprise i did not expect us to go right into this but it is what's the most overrated drink i promise that that was not not coffee with lemonade yeah yeah i guess not that Um, uh most overrated drink i i think that okay i do know actually it's like bourbon yeah yeah that is that bourbon's is, terrible bourbon's pretty bad i hate bourbon yeah um, so bourbon or gin one of those two i don't like rum either is rum no the, rum's all right i don't like rum but may i because no, these are all individual like spirits so yeah. bourbon is like yeah rum mixes really really well like rum punch is amazing My bourbon f- is just bad because you're not supposed to mix it really you're supposed to drink it and be yeah. like haha this is 20 years old and then you throw up rum i think i only have a bad experience with because it was like one of my very first uh it was like one of the first alcohol yeah. i tasted i tried it in yeah. like high school when i and was like this is terrible and then i didn't drink for i think five years <laughs> and then, yeah i yeah i used to drink a lot of rum when i did archaeology in the caribbean because it was so cheap yeah because it's yeah. all made there so like that there's like no tax on it mm um that's nice yeah so that was that was interesting i guess but yeah, yeah. I, i'm i like rum overall I'll give it i don't chance. again i don't drink tons of rum or anything i don't no i don't drink that much especially <laughs> in the last year and a half when i'm not like going out I'm, I'm more of a i'm a social drinker i'm not someone who just drinks okay every day for 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 funsies yeah interesting i feel like i've and i don't think this is unpopular to say i feel like i've drank more during the pandemic now <laughs> i might have if i had like roommates that That's were my fair. age instead yeah. of i've been living with my parents so it's not yeah i've been trying to cut down not because i think it's a problem but i'm like i did I, f- I forgot about the like <laughs> that it's like unhealthy to have a beer uh every mm-hmm. day with dinner and i don't do it every day but i'm just like that yeah. it, it is it does uh it bulks you up a little bit <laughs> so been cutting down on that um yep. gotta get that summer bod you know yep um cool well yeah my most overrated drink honestly i might be with you on that i think bourbon is pretty bad uh mainly because there are some people who are like this is the the best thing you can drink yeah. that's alcohol totally it's I, age 20 years and they bring out those like those like hundred dollar glasses that they like they're like this big and they're like yeah pouring it 
<laughs> I think, um, and this is not gonna, I, I'll, I'll just say it. I, I don't like soda or whatever. Well, you're um, wrong. I know. I'm, I'm wrong with that. I, it, I, it's, it's, soda is really bad for you. Um, but it's definitely not the most overrated. It's drink. not the most overrated. I know that there's like a passionate fan base behind it. In my yeah, world, I, it's overrated. I think it's gross. I agree that it's people should not drink it very much. Yeah. I think I've gotten away with not having like barely any cavities in my life because I don't drink soda. I feel mm-hmm. like I've been blessed Oh, no, I have like, uh, like 100 cavities. So literally, my teeth are is more... They're more holes than, than tooth. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not... <laughs> You were really taking that as a serious statement. Well, I I didn't factor in the number you said, but I thought you like were serious that you had like a million, like a bunch of cavities. No, I over uh, the course of my life I have had more than average lot. for sure. But okay. um, yeah, I've had two cavities ever. Not to brag, but yeah, I think since starting to that, drink well, I mean that was bragging, but that was bragging. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Um, <laughs> this last one. Comes from, and that came from a fifteen dollar, uh, Jake, fifteen dollar patron, uh, Chuck the Duck. By the way, uh, Chuck. But this Duck. one also comes from fifteen dollar patron Jacob Colness. Uh, we just have Jacob a lot of Colness. patron questions to get through. Um, and it is: Are there any obscure shows from your childhood that you feel like only you and no one else remembers? Um, I'm glad this was asked because I have two answers for this that I'm excited to talk about. That I I feel like yeah. people always are bringing up like these nostalgia trips because it's just like it's bait and people mm-hmm. watch that stuff and people never talk about these two shows. One of them is uh, El Tigre, which was a one season long run. I don't think you you were not of this era, so I I wouldn't be surprised if you I don't think so about it. It was a Nickelodeon show uh, that lasted for one season. It was called El Tigre. Uh, I really liked it as a kid. And there's also this other Nickelodeon show called The X or something. And that was a very limited run. I don't even remember what it was about. I think it was like superheroes. But I used to really like it and its art style. But I think it also was very short-lived. But yeah. both of those I'm glad shows, you had two answers because... I think that makes yeah. it for you. I don't, I don't know. If- uh, yeah, because I'm of the age where it was like right at the precipice of them just making tons of new stuff. Where yeah. Cartoon Network, when I was really young, used to just show really old cartoons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. So yeah. there was like wacky, like wacky races. I think where it was just all like mm-hmm. the like the cars that would Dude. that was from like the sixties. I loved wacky races. That was on fun. Boomerang. Yeah. It was races or racers, one of the two. But yeah, yeah. wacky races. See, for you, it was boomerang, dude. For me, boomerang did not exist. Wow. I boomerang was like the. <laughs> you know what? This is gonna sound goofy. I'm not gonna say it. I was gonna say Boomerang was the Criterion Channel of our childhood, where it's like it was the least popular one, but they had the good shit, and it was all like yeah. old classics. <laughs> but no one yep. watched it. Um, that's not what people watch the Criterion Channel, but yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> all right, yeah. you got that. Do we have a good review? We do have a review. We will head into the wrap up um this this review comes from rocket the dog from australia uh five stars subject line is spicy and the uh review reads jeff and carson's dynamic in this podcast is amazing it really feels like they complete each other how cute sentences yeah sentences yeah (laughs) that's the (laughs) was that a callback to you not finishing the sentence (laughs) 
That's <laughs> I thought. I thought so. Um yeah. Yeah, Jeff and I are good friends. Uh we just can't be in the same state and we've addressed that. Um Yeah. But thank you. I mean, you. I'm I again, I'm fine being in the same state. It's Carson mm-hmm. who won't let I me don't near. Is a restraining near. order. Yep, yep. Uh but thank you Rocket the Dog. Um our next movie is we haven't talked about it. Um, We've not talked about it. I thought that maybe this week we could do uh, Ma. If you're down, all right. It's it's I'm down. supposed to be just really ridiculous, and I think it came out this time of year a few years ago. So uh, perfect. Next year, next week we're watching Ma, spelled M A, just M A, very simple. M A. Supposed to be really ridiculous. I'm honestly excited about it. really easy work for you doing the the title when you have to type that out oh yeah the episode. yeah very simple title. saves time um so cool uh th- then lastly what we'd like to do is thank our patrons uh over at patreon.com slash carscast uh if you guys would like to support us um if you listen to the carscast and just can't get enough of us uh head on over to the patreon where you for just i think five dollars a month it is five dollars you can get access yeah, right. to loads of bonus content um two bonus episodes a month to be exact as well as uh zoom hangouts which we're doing actually tomorrow at 1 p.m central standard time well this by the time this is out uh, this, it would have been it's gonna be yesterday yesterday we're not gonna do that bit um, yeah i knew you were gonna do that and i was like i i, I just hope it doesn't happen but i, I didn't want to yeah. do the bit um and much much more like shout outs at the end of every episode as well and if you're a $15 patron, you get your question read and answered in this these episodes. It'd be really funny if we just read the question but didn't answer. <laughs> yeah, we will read your question. <laughs> we'll read your question. No guarantee that we we'll make answer. fun of you for asking it. Yeah. Um, like Jacob Colness. What kind of question is that, <laughs> what kind Jacob? Of question is that? <laughs> um, yeah, so this is that shout out we promised. Thank you you as soon as they load and i organize them alphabetically uh thank you ben chow blake root boat boy brandon you brock schultz camilla chuck the duck daniel cook david david sir eden gavin henderson grant gow harry remedianakis hey tham khan i don't live in ohio iva jane easton jacob colness john van hout uh, Jordan Hill, Judy S, KDT, Kaylee Patney, Liv Rob, Martin Deff, Marilee Borslow, Meridian, Monroe Page, Nora B, Parks, Riley Ost, Robert Burke, Scumbag from the Book of Dirtbag, Skylar Ermel, Sophia Arieta, Stella Perry, Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, Smitty Werbin, Jagerman Jensen, The Monopoly Man, Tom Lakes Beans, Vegard Strom, Vera S, Wes Kinley, Xavier Fossier, Yusef A, and Zoe Hernandez McDonald. Boom. Usually we do the A, but we a. have a new name this week. So thank you. Thank you to all the new people. And thank you to all the continued. And uh, thank for you all the continued uh, to you, to you, Karsten. Uh, thanks, Jeff. Thanks to you, too, um, for saying thank you to me um, and for showing no up today. Uh, yeah. Always good well, to see you. Uh, speaking office. of showing up, it's time for us to leave. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's time for us to show out. Um Catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. Flip side. <laughs>